Hello everybody, I'm going to talk about the mental health crisis that is rocking the sex industry. TheSun.com Naked Truth, Suicide, Deaths, Threats, and Prison The Bleak Lives of World's Most Famous Porn Stars as Zoe Parker Dies, Age 24 Kate Wills, Naim, Naim Kavana. Former porn star Zoe Parker has died at the age of 24. Zoe is just one of the many world-famous adult stars whose life turned tragic. Here, Fabulous Digital examines what happened to some of the world's biggest sex stars. The 24-year-old passing away in her sleep only weeks after becoming engaged. Between 2014 and 2019, Zoe appeared in more than 120 scenes. Zoe reportedly died in her sleep on Saturday, according to a GoFundMe from her fiancé. We are sad to report that Zoe Parker passed away in her sleep on September 12th at around 2 a.m. The GoFundMe set up to help cover funeral expenses said she was only 24 years old. Zoe had just recently announced becoming engaged after moving closer to her family, according to the GoFundMe. After leaving the adult industry, Zoe Park moved back home to Texas to be near her family to start a new life, the GoFundMe said. She had started doing great and recently announced her engagement, by all accounts seemed truly happy for the first time in her life, the page added. Zoe's cause of death has not yet been revealed. Jenny Lee, another big name in the porn industry, sent shockwaves across the industry she is found by a Dutch film crew sleeping in a rat-riddled tunnel under Las Vegas. Although the 37-year-old is now homeless, the former actress claims that underground people, many of whom are struggling with drug addictions, are more accepting, in quotations, and she feels like she has made, quote-unquote, genuine friends, in her own words. Jenny Lee, also known as Stephanie Sador, was one of the biggest names in porn in her heyday. Jenny was found living in the Las Vegas tunnels. It's thought hundreds of people live in Las Vegas' dark underbelly. Homeless people eat scraps off the floor and build makeshift bedrooms. It's a shocking indictment of an industry which is notorious for using up young talent. August Ames killed herself aged just 23. Mia Khalifa faced death threats from ISIS, and Janine Lindemulder ended up behind bars. It is a very fast-paced career span. Even if you are in it for a long time, it is still very short. Scottish-born singer and actress Raylan Joy, who worked as the adult performer uh, Skin Diamond, told Fabulous Digital, because a lot of the new women will pop up for a year or two, maybe. Unless they are the top women of the industry, they just sort of disappear into obscurity. Raylan asked that it can't be hard to move on from porn, she said. Sometimes the stigma that can come with porn is too much for some women to handle. Because it is not even the porn world that can really... Because it, it is not even the porn world that can really get to women. It's the bullshit that women can experience from the outside world. People think they have this idea of porn and that if you are a woman who does it, then you must be a little bit weird or something. 
when the camera is on, everybody is happy. Behavioral scientist Gad Said, a Said, a chair at the John Molson School of Business in Montreal, who studies the porn industry, told Fab was digital. Las Vegas says underground tunnel network. The labyrinth of concrete tunnels beneath the glittering Las Vegas Strip is home to an estimated 300 people. Last month, ex-porn star Stephanie Sidora was discovered living in one of the tunnels. It's wild. So it's, it, the network of tunnels around the Las Vegas Strip, Spring Valley, Paradise. Jenny now lives in a sprawling network of tunnels, which is prone to flooding. The problem is that the work dries up, the phone stops ringing, and they say, now what? Porn stars aren't the best at making a what-if plan for their future. That's what is being written. I'm just reading to you what's being written. was already written, actually. Here, Fabulous Digital looks at the fates of some of the sex industry's biggest stars. August Ames killed herself aged just 23. Canadian August Ames started her sex career in 2013 and became one of the most popular porn stars on the internet. Her videos on Pornhub gained more than 425 million views, and she amassed a net worth of $374,000. But the 23-year-old who was married to porn film director Kevin Moore, 43 years old, tragically took her own life in December 2017. Shockingly, August was one of at least five adult performers who died to, due to alleged drug overdose or suicide between November 2017 and January 2018. The John Rosen podcast, Last Days of August, delved into the tragic case. There were reports that cyberbullying was to blame for August hanging herself in the LA park. But John concludes that it was actually a disturbing and violent scene filmed just six weeks before she died that was more likely to be the trigger for August taking her own life. Mia Khalifa, death threats following hijab scene. Mia Khalifa was once voted Pornhub's most watched star. Lebanese-born former porn star Mia Khalifa received death threats after filming a sex scene wearing a hijab. The 26-year-old claims ISIS shared images of her head being beheaded, hacked her Instagram, and posted a picture of her flat online. Mia, once voted Pornhub's most watched star, retired from porn in 2015 and has subsequently spoken out about an industry which preys on callow young women and traps women legally into contracts when they're vulnerable. She said, finding a normal job after quitting porn was scary. People think I'm raking millions from porn. I made a total, the word total is in capital letters, of around $10,000 in industry and never saw a penny again after that. Mia has since worked in Miami as a paralegal and bookkeeper. She transitioned and she transitioned it into a career as a social media personality, webcam model, and sports commentator. Janine uh, Lindmolder, prison for unpaid taxes. Janine Lindmolder was sent to prison in 2008. One of the biggest adult stars in the 90s, Janine 50 appeared in several music videos and was the sexy nurse on the cover of Blink-182's 1999 album, Enema of the State. She was also married to Jesse James, later went on to marry Sandra Bullock. Although Janine retired from porn in 1999 to try and become a kindergarten teacher, in 2004 she made her adult movie comeback. After a custody battle with Jesse for their daughter in 2018, she went to prison for unpaid taxes. 
Lola Ferrari's suspicious death, age 37. Lola Ferrari was known as the woman with the biggest breasts in the world, in quotations, thanks to her 36 double T's, and was happy to poke fun at herself on TV show Euro Trash. But the French porn star led a tragic life. Abused by her parents and then married to a man who later became her pimp, Lolo, real name Eve Valois, said that the 22 surgery she subjected herself to were a product of an intense self-loathing. All this stuff has been because I can't stand life, she said. In 2000, at the age of 37, she was found dead by her husband, who was arrested on suspicion of her murder, but later cleared. Odette Delacroix, depression. Odette has worked in the porn industry for almost 10 years. U.S.-based porn star Odette Delacroix, 2028, has spoken out about her depression after a spate of suicides in the sex industry. Adult performers get smacked around emotionally. They get it from every angle, even within the industry, she said. Plus, we're all afraid to talk about any problems we have because it's so competitive. If I say I'm depressed, they'll just use someone else. She adds, I don't know if porn makes people depressed or if people who are depressed are more likely to be drawn into the industry. Odette revealed that bullying both online and off is a huge issue in the industry, she said. There isn't a day in my career I haven't had abuse from someone either online or in person. When my local house, when my local high school found out about my career, I was stripped of all my awards. They literally took my name off the wall. Odette says she has experienced bullying and alienation inside and outside the industry. Want to know more about the Las Vegas tunnels? We go inside its dark underbelly. Plus, a revenge porn victim says she was scarred for life, in quotations in her words, when a jealous ex sent her X-rated video to her mom. And two-thirds of Brit British porn fans watch it at least once a week. The New York Post.com. Why porn stars are dying at an alarming rate. By Linda Mazzarella, January 23, 2018, 11, 23 p.m. Olivia Loya, a 24 year old doe eyed brunette from Philadelphia, was an instant hit when she joined the LA porn scene in 2016. She shot dozens of scenes for hardcore movies like. Helpless teens in quotations before being handed a lucrative contract in April 2010 with porn producer LA Direct Models. Lua, who also went by Olivia Voltaire, described herself as an exhibitionist and posted graphic images of herself having sex on social media. She thrived in her new career and was nominated last year for Best New Actress at the Adult Video News Awards. It was when the cameras were off that she fell apart. Unlovable, she wrote on Twitter. January 13th, three years after L, three months after LA Direct Models canceled her contract, the later said she had been showing up to work high. On January 18th, the day before she was found dead of suspected overdose of drugs and alcohol, she, she tweeted a picture of herself with the caption, I feel it everywhere. Nothing scares me anymore. Lua was the fifth porn star to die in 11 months, with industry officials attributing the tragedies to either suicide or overdoses. The statistic is shocking, insiders say, but the root of the problem is not. Like the underemployed and unemployed across America, young women struggle with a lack of steady work. 
there are now more porn actors than ever thanks to increasing platforms loves growing mainstream acceptance that makes the competition fierce meanwhile the pay hasn't gone up in years to make any kind of decent money porn performers have to work a lot or do super kinky scenes Ella Darling, an eight-year veteran of the porn industry and past president of the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, said actresses are paid between $500 to $700 to have sex with another woman and up to $1,000 to get down with a guy. But the rate can double or triple if a performer is willing to have multiple partners or participate in anal sex or anything extreme, she said. She said the money hasn't increased. Partly because studios say they're making less profit now since content is often pirated by streaming sites that show it for free. There, there also are the quote-unquote outliers who are happy to accept lower rates, Darling said. Still, she said, high-demand performers can routinely pull in six-figure salaries because they have enough clout to negotiate ownership rights and can rebroadcast and can rebroadcast footage elsewhere. When the camera is on, everybody is happy, said behavioral scientist Gad Said, a chair at the John, a chair at the John Molson School of Business, a chair at the John Molson School of Business in Montreal, who studies the porn industry. The problem is that the work dries up, the phone stops ringing, and they say, "Now what?" Porn stars are the best at making a what-if plan for their future. He says that people enter porn are no more prone to mental issues than anyone else. In 2012, the widest study ever. Con- ever conducted okay this is a big one now i'm really going to speak very slowly when i say this in 2012 the widest study ever conducted showed porn stars did not come from a background of sexual abuse and in fact had higher esteem than the normal population sad said Sade said, Darling, Darling, 31 agreed. Porn is a fine job, she said. What, what's tough is that it's freelance. What's tough is the down periods when you're alone with yourself thinking will I ever work again. Darling said the feast or famine business, new recruits are often in demand until they're not. It's part of the reason her best friend, January Seraf, killed herself. Seraf, who hanged herself July 22nd in her San Francisco apartment is considered the first in the rash of deaths. Seraph 31 was a star of more than 50 videos with titles such as Digital Sin and Leather Dominance. But Darling said Seraph, whom she described as the sweetest person in the world, struggled with the lulls, L-U-L-L-S, and often discussed what to do when producers stop calling. It's not like you can stop being a porn star and be a teacher, not being busy can lead to bad things, Darling said. APAC, adult perform the adult performing uh, advocacy committee, President Mia Mia Leah, a veteran sex performer, called the rash of deaths a troubling pattern. One death is a lot to deal with, but five, that's just unheard of, she said. We are collectively rattled. Yuri Love was once considered a rock star veteran of the porn industry. Born Yurizan Beltran in Los Angeles, the Bucks and Brunette worked for eight years and was nominated for several awards, including XBIZ for Best Scene, All Girls. 
I like uh, um, for 2014's Lesbian Unchained. Real quick, sometimes they use the word girls to just, to call women girls, and that's why I say women. Women are not girls, and girls are not women. But that's the particular word they use for the uh, title, so I have to say the title to be truthful about what the title is called for that porn um, content in particular. She was featured in t- she was featured in 28 movies in 2012 and 22 in 2013, but in 2016 she appeared in just three. On December 13th, Love's body was found in her Bell Flower, California apartment by her landlord. She was 31. Nikki Milo, a fellow performer, said pills were found near her bed. Performer Carmen Valentina told the Post that porn is a rough business to age in. Valentina, who started her own sex webcam business because she didn't want to rely on outside producers, is also 31 and constantly struggling to remain relevant. When you first get in, everybody loves you, but there are always new women coming in. I, women are not girls, girls are not women. They say girls, I say women. And it's easy to feel discarded. You really have to have your head on straight to get through it, she said. Valentina said, porn is no different than being a regular movie star when you rely on image and feel crushed if you don't get caught. It's a career where you have to rely on your looks. When you're young and pretty, you think it's going to last forever, but when it doesn't, that's when you have to tap your inner strength. Like love, adult Hall of Famer Shyla Stylist said the work dry up as she got older. Styles from Vancouver moved to the so-called Porn Valley in California after high school to become an adult film star. She appeared in more than 400 films, including Perverted Point of View, before calling it quits in 2016 and going home. She passed away on November 9th at age 31. Her family would not reveal the specifics. Fellow adult film star Elena Evans called Styles a tragic film goddess like Marilyn Monroe. She tweeted at a loss for words. She's so sad that my old friend at Miss Shyla Styles has left us. You are one of the most beautiful women I've ever known. August Ames 23 said on December 3rd that she had been replaced for an LA direct film scene the week before tweeting out what seemed to be a sour grapes message. This is not, I'm not making fun, and I hope they're not making fun, but I hope they're describing the the depression um, respectfully. Whichever lady performer is replacing me tomorrow for at Erotica X News, you're shooting with a guy who has shot gay porn, just to let you know, she wrote. Ames suddenly found herself being trolled by bullies who accused her of being anti-gay. The Nova Scotia native committed suicide December 6th in her Los Angeles apartment. Porn queen Jenna Jameson, 43, called Ames' death disappointing and tragic. The scariest parts of the attacks on August Ames' ex uh, three times that they were led by quite a few big females in the adult industry. These women fanned the flames of the trolling against August, she tweeted. Apex Leah said she has worked with Ames and thought she was quote unquote super sweet. But she added it's hard for performers to switch to private mode when dealing with family, friends, or social media's judgment. It's exhausting, she said. To compound matters, Leah said many sex workers do not have health insurance and can't afford to pay for therapy. She and her colleagues have begun distributing a list of affordable sex-positive mental health workers as a result. Saeed said the one thing that might help stars 
it's an exit strategy. According to the data, they're happy when they get there, said, but when my star starts to dwindle, my body has been used countless times. And I don't say that negatively. Deep said 33,000 times. I said countless times because I don't want to feed into that, but I don't feed into exaggeration. Um, and I, I don't want to say used. I don't want to say sour grapes. I just want to say, and you, uh, the best way to put it, let's say, but when my star starts to dwindle and my porn career seems to be halted is the best way to say that. What do I do? Okay. And sour grapes, don't say sour grapes, say a tough, rough stuff. Don't say sour grapes in this case. Say tough, rough stuff message. Okay. What's going to happen? They don't seem to think about that. When I say, when they say that porn stars don't have a what best what if strategy, I don't want to be mean though. I want to say that they're not, porn stars are not helped with an exit strategy if they choose to have one because they don't have to have an exit strategy if that's something they want to do the rest of their lives they have the right to do that and that right should not be taken from them but if they want to have an exit strategy then they should be helped so it's not that they don't have one they're not helped so i, I improve i'm improving the language avn.com updated performer deshaun hayes passes june june, two, june 27,015, uh, 2.16. Uh, this is written by Mark Kearns. This is AVN. So this is um, the best way to... Because we... I'll tell you what it means. Um, AVN means... They're calling it the Oscars a poem, but really it's a... But that's true. AVN Awards is the Oscars of porn. Um, but AVN means adult video news. So that so they have a site, so I'm using it. Um, yeah, this is Deshaun Hayes. Lexington, Kentucky. AVN Adult Video News has just been informed that performer Deshaun Hayes passed away on March 7th due to complications of liver disease. He was 37 years old. Hayes made his adult industry debut in 2015, and over the course of his XXX career, which lasted about eight years, though his participation decreased sharply after 2016, made nearly 80 movies with such companies as Kick-Ass Pictures. He appeared in several volumes of their 10-man Come Slam series in Shooting Star Video, where he not only appeared in multiple volumes of 40 Plus Video Magazine, he has also directed volumes 61 and 64 of the series. Hayes does not appear to have essayed any character roles, but if there was a gangbang slash orgy type series being produced during his time in the industry, chances are good that he appeared in at least one volume of it. Hayes was well-liked in his private life, and his Facebook page under his real name indicates that he was born in Chicago and lived for a time in Las Vegas, though he resided for quite a while in Lexington, to which he recently moved back in order to be closer to his friends as his medical condition worsened. He was my friend, business partner, roommate for almost five years, noted his housemate, D. Wise, 
He ran the few clips for sales stores we had, and now um, what I'm about to say, I'm not saying it just to be saying it. I'm just telling the truth, and sometimes we tell the truth. The words have major impact is the common way to say it. He ran the full, he ran the few clips for sales stores we had. Blowjob queens, pussyfoot, and all hands on. We had a few deals shooting interracial MILF content, that's what he said, for a few companies like Shooting Star, Sensational Video, Gentleman's Video, Notorious, Triple X, Wise continued. He and I lived in Las Vegas in a four bedroom house. We shoot everything there. We'd switch from talent to cameraman. This made it easy for us to not really have to leave the house for weeks at a time. Whenever we were going to shoot someone from out of town, I'd send them a few extra dollars in a, grocery, in a grocery list to bring on shoot day. He was the kind of guy who kept to himself. Many times I'd come home and think he was out because he was so quiet and relaxed. He didn't like loud music and noise. He'd start the day with a bowl of cereal, usually one of the supposed real healthy ones that I'd never touched because they had no flavor. And he'd get in a good workout or several laps in our pool. He was the perfect roommate, very clean and cooked very well also. I think without him, I would have starved or gotten very fat and gone broke from takeout food because I can't cook to save my life. And this is what he's saying. So, again, I want it to be understood. I am never trying to be a shock jock. I have no desire to be a shock jock. But to be truthful about what's happening in the world, I can't be squeaky clean. I don't even try to be squeaky clean because that's not true either. There's a balance between um, the extremes of squeaky clean and shock jock. One has everything to do with fake tell like a TI is. You can be uh, cruel to other people about their lives, but when it comes to your own life, you're cowardly. You're not even addressing your own issues, but you want to fake address other people's issues. That's shock job. Squeaky clean is pretending that pain is non-existent. Pretending that issues and problems are nowhere to be found. Pretending that I am something when I'm actually not. And it's pretending to live in la-la land, but in reality, real life proves based on the news that the crashing moments of life do exist. So what I'm about to read to you I'm telling you the truth. I'm not bigoted at all. I'm not discriminatory at all. No prejudice in me. I'm into phylogeny, not misogyny. So I'm going to read to you again. Just remember I respect women, and women are queens to me. Okay. D.Y. said he was also good about women coming over. If I was asleep and he was giving her the business, these are his words, he'd provide her an extra pillow to muffle her screams. 
Override said he was a great friend. Since the day we met, the only thing we'd ever disagreed on was whose turn it was to drive to LA. He always held us down with our computer stuff. Our naked.com cam show schedule. Now he says girl a lot, but that that would be inappropriate to say one, women are not girls, girls are not women, and two underage anything involving the sex industry is criminal sinful and moral wickedness and revulsion so we're gonna i'm used the word girl i'm used the word woman the whole time not girl because when i soon as i saw the word girls i was like nope we're gonna say women because once we understood this is the adult industry we're not going to make a kid industry because that is perversion that is perversity and there's no room for perversion nor perversity no interest of us about that so we're going to take it from the top overall i'd say he was a great friend since the day we met the only thing we ever disagreed on was whose turn it was to drive to la he always held us down with our computer stuff our naked.com cam show schedule which woman got us the most hits and he for whatever reason kept in contact with all the vegas club promoters at first i felt that was a waste because we hardly ever went but sure enough at any time one of my friends came from new york or la he had a place for us to go with vip treatment although i will say i swam deep in the porn star celebrity treatment we got at those clubs he just rolled as if nobody was watching always so cool and collected while i'm bouncing off the walls with any person that wanted to dance he said anything people are not things and things are not people so we're going to try this again got a correct language here although i will say i swam deep in the porn star celebrity treatment we got at those clubs he just rolled as if nobody was watching i was so cool and collected while i'm bouncing up the walls with any person that wanted to dance He'd be just so relaxed. I wouldn't even see him talk to a woman. But sure enough, she'd be in the car with us going home. Or I'd see her at the breakfast table the next morning slash afternoon, depending on depending what time we got up. But going back to him being a good friend, we spent many nights at home watching movies in the news. He always seemed to have a good perspective on what would be hot next on the news or upcoming movies that always seemed to interest me how he'd sum up the reasons why those things stayed in the media i miss my friend he says others who knew hayes also had comments i met deshaun when living in la and we hit it off instantly since we both were from kentucky and uk basketball fans at adult star wendy williams there's a porn performer named wendy williams not the TV personality. This is the adult star personality in this case. He was a cool guy who loved cars and DJing. I was sad to hear he lost his battle. I met Deshaun a number of years ago, said longtime friend Rico, Rico Shades. He was a very nice guy that always kept to himself. Deshaun was an avid fitness guy who didn't do drugs, smoke, or anything else. However, when his health failed him, things turned for the worse quickly. It's a sad tale, no doubt, but I do find some solace in the fact that he's not struggling anymore. His Lexington friends held a memorial service for Deshaun on March 14th, and many of them, as well as others who had known him across the country, left comments on his page about their memories of him. 
Now I want to talk about Deshaun's friend, uh, D. Wise. Um, industry veteran D. Wise passes away February 22nd, 2019, 8:49 East Coast Time. It's written by John Rowland. Remember, AVN is adult video news. Los Angeles adult industry veteran Devon Wise, who was known as D. Wise, passed away this morning in New Jersey. His close friend and fellow producer slash director, Lil Freak, told AVN he was 50. Wise suffered a pulmonary embolism in June 2015 that left him with damaged lungs and a traumatic brain injury. He was cared for in a rehabilitation facility until his death, Lil Freak said. Born in Queens, New York, Wise started his adult entertainment career as a talent recruiter and manager in the mid-1990s. He later transitioned into performing, producing, and directing. Wise founded two companies, Global Management and his production company, Cheeky Pictures. Under the Cheeky Pictures imprint, he produced DVD series such as, and I, I um, whew, some of the stuff that I'm reading, again, I am anti-racist and I am anti-misogynist. I'm anti-misogyny, I'm anti-racism. But we have to tell, you know, the truth about some heavy, weighty matters. Here we go. Wise founded two companies, Global Management and his production company, listen carefully, Cheeky Pictures. Under the Cheeky Pictures imprint, he produced DVD series such as, here we go, Chasing White Booty that was demonstrated by notorious production slash multimedia pictures. Wise racked up about 150 performing credits beginning in the early 2000s for studios such as Sensational Video, Sticky Video, Cherry Box, Box the X is Triple X for Box, West Coast Productions, Pure Filth, Multimedia, and Elegant Angel. He also directed more than 10 titles, including five volumes of, again, Chasing White Booty 2006, as well as produced for 40 plus shooting star and sensational video, among others. Wise had a VOD deal with hotmovies.com and also worked with naked.com. He was honored by the Urban X Awards for a quote unquote inspirational tribute 2018. Lil Freak added. He introduced many people to the industry, Lil Freak said, from talent to cameraman to editors. Wise in 2011 moved back to New York where he organized a small group of independent performers to work under him, created content for their clip stores and websites. He is survived by his family and numerous friends in the industry. Um... Refinery29.com. Is the porn industry doing enough to support its performance? Cassandra Brabow. Three days ago, adult film actress Olivia Lua was found dead at a rehab facility in California. She was 23. Lua, whose stage name is Olivia Voltaire, is the latest in the string of deaths in the porn industry. Four other young porn performers, retired performer Charlotte Styles, 35, Yuri Love, 31, August Ames, 23, and Olivia Nova, 20 
have died since November. The timing of these young women's death has raised questions. Is this just a coincidence or does it signal serious problems how farm farms are treated both in and out in industry? Although we can't know for sure, it seems to be a little bit of both. It's likely coincidence that all five women died in such a short time span, which has prompted many people to start asking questions at all. But there's little doubt that adult film performers are at a greater risk for mental health problems due to the stigma of sex work. The Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, APAC, said in a statement about Lewis' passing. Compounding that with the stigma surrounding mental health issues in the pursuit of mental health support, we see the intersectional challenges our community faces in this statement reads, the sex negativity, violence, and harassment performance face online and in real life is condemnable. We ask our community practice compassion, sympathy, and empathy with one another because there's so much outside of our industry working against us. Online violence was particularly, apt, was particularly present in Ames' death. The star faced harassment over Twitter and other social media platforms after refusing to do a film with a man who had previously performed in gay porn. Her refusal to work with him was taken by many as a sign of homophobia, and she was then inundated with hateful messages. Her husband, adult film director Kevin Moore, blames the bullying for Ames' death by suicide. Several of the other deaths have also brought into question how the porn industry is working to support its performers', performers mental health. Lua battled drug addiction, was in rehab when she died, and rumors of drug addiction cyberbullying also swirled around Yuri Love's death. These stories have prompted other performers to rally online to call out ways in which the industry could do better. Kelly Pierce, secretary of the APAC, tweeted that there are many ways the industry is complicit in performers' mental health struggles. We as an industry are complicit when we ignore performers with drug problems. We brush sexual abuse and sexual misconduct to an entertainer under the rug. We allow or make lynch mobs to bully another entertainer online. We take the producer's side over all things versus performer. Mrs. Kelly Pish, January 21st, 2018. But more than just mental health has been called into question. After a coroner stated that the cause of Nova's death was a urinary tract infection had turned septic, many are wondering how the porn industry supports the performance's physical health as well. The APC the APAC has a union doctor, union doctor, who has called upon after news of Nova's death to educate the community about UTIs and their symptoms. But how many adult film stars are educated about infection risks that come with sex? How many are offered protection in the form of condoms or dental dams, D-A-M-S? How many are provided with health insurance? How much of this is the responsibility of the porn industry? Ms. Kelly Pierce at Mrs. Kelly Pierce, January 2019, she tweeted it on Twitter. Olivia Nova's death could have been totally avoidable. Poor woman, she had a UTI infection and turned septic. Performers, if you feel there's something wrong downstairs or in general with your body, go to the free health clinic if you don't have insurance or the emergency room. For now, it seems that it's performers who are taking care of other performers rather than the porn industry at large. Performer and director Nikki Hartz told Rolling Stone that she and her wife, porn entertainer Lay Raven, have opened their home to other performers who are in need of a place to decompress. Female performers are suffering because we're not being taken care of by the industry that we give everything to, Hart said. There's no person saying, what you're dealing with is really difficult mentally. It's taking a toll on you. So she and her wife have taken upon themselves to be those people and are so loved that many other performers have begun calling them mom and dad. It's a role that someone needs to fill and it's wonderful that people like Hart's and her wife are willing to do it. But it's high time and 
it, but it's high time that the porn industry has taken some responsibility to. Make sure that I am staying on topic. Okay. Vice.com mental illness is killing porn stars and industry is taking action. After five deaths in three months, adult performers are creating their own support networks by Caitlin Severn. May 25th, 2018, 10.36 a.m. Between this article originally appeared on Vice Canada. So porn performer Shyla Styles, 35, and August Ames, 23, died in winter 2017. Between November 2017 and January 2018, at least five adult performers died due to alleged drug overdoses or by suicide a pattern which many in the industry say they've never witnessed before. Now, female performers are calling out for more mental health resources within the adult entertainment industry while creating their own support groups for sex workers. Award-winning adult star Shyla Styles, 35, was found unresponsive in her mother's house on November 9th. Yuri Love, 31, died in her sleep in early December due to an accidental overdose of the prescription opioid hydrocodone as reported by the Los Angeles County Coroner, August Ames 23 was reportedly found asphyxiated from hanging a park near her home in California on December 5th, just days after she was harassed on social media. In January, 20-year-old Olivia Noble was found dead in a private property in Las Vegas. She died of complications from alcohol abuse, as revealed through an autopsy report carried by the Clark County Coroner's office in Las Vegas. On January 7, 23-year-old Olivia Lua, known as Olivia Voltaire, also passed away after she overdosed on a combination of drugs and alcohol at a California rehab facility. In the immediate aftermath, industry advocates released a statement calling for performers to seek professional counseling if they need it and to be aware of online sexual violence and harassment. I also say be aware of in-person sexual violence and harassment. And I will also say, I hope that the industry advocates are also advocating for therapy, counselors, psychiatrists, recovery centers, rehabilitation centers, life coaching, sex coaching, dating coaching, job coaching, career coaching, academic coaching, financial coaching, life skills training, and making sure that performers have industry advocates for assisting with entrepreneurship goals, self-employment goals, um, and that they can you know, fight for them, fight, you know, help industry advocates are fighting for performers to have loans and banking services and any other work that they need or create jobs for them if you have to. Um, 
we ask that our community practice compassion, sympathy, and empathy with one another because there's so much outside of our industry working against us, reads the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, APAC statement. Months after a string of deaths, performers and activists say the long-term fight for sex-friendly mental health support is far from over. It should never be over, actually, as stigma continues to stand in the way. You know, the stigma should be permanently over, in my view. Los Angeles-based psychotherapist Kate Laurie specializes in alternative sexuality issues. Laurie has worked with adult industry performers who say they often receive death threats online and some are mistreated when family or friends find out about their work. And some are mistreated when colleagues found out about their work too. While it may be easier for performers who have been harassed on social media to delete their accounts for most, their profiles are a valuable asset to their business and the reason for landing a new gig. I think in our culture, we don't want to blame ourselves. We, we want to think that it's the porn industry that does this to these women. We don't want to look at ourselves. We don't want to think we're killing these women, said Lori. Lori says agencies and production companies should provide online resources for beginners to assist their performers with mental health. The porn performers I talk to, a lot of them get rape threats and death threats daily. And so part of the orientation would be teaching them to manage their boundaries on social media and with our culture. Vixen models wearing commemorative August Ames t-shirts, image via Instagram. Many resources do offer mentorship programs and mental health support groups intended for adult performers such as APAC. However, Kelly Pierce, adult performer, board member of the Adult Performer Actors Guild, APAG, told Rolling Stone that while the guild offers outreach to members, the multi-billion dollar industry needs a mental health support system. Ella Darling, performer and co-founder of VR2XX, believes the issue stems from the stigmatization that adult actors are, quote-unquote, dirty and unhealthy because of how they appear on film. Darling told Vice that performers may face discrimination if they decide to leave porn in pursuit of another career. In November 2016, 38-year-old teacher Ressa Woodward was forced out of her classroom by district officials in Texas after they received an anonymous tip that she worked as an adult film performer over 20 years ago. People will watch our porn all day long and actually shame and stigmatize us. Dating is really hard. There are plenty of people who are happy to fuck you, but they don't want to meet you, said Darling. There was no shortage of mental health services at this year's Adult Entertainment Expo in Las Vegas, where organizations promoted their sex-friendly resources for adult performers. Kevin Moore, Ames' husband and producer of the porn production company Evil Angel, also used his speech at the Adult Video News Evening Awards who announced the August Project, an initiative serving as a support system for adult performers in memory of his wife. In an earlier blog post, Moore blamed cyberbullying and online harassment for Ames' death called on the adult industry for more discussions surrounding mental health. Here's what I say also. There needs to be a law enforcement union within the porn industry. It's okay to call the police, but the police need to not be stigma-minded. A lot of them don't call the police because the police say, well, because of your profession, you deserve all of these rape threats, death threats, harassment online, and all kinds of human rights abuses, which any police officer who thinks that way, I have two words for them, fuck you. 
That's how I feel. Because it's your job to enforce the law and stop obsessing over their profession. You need to be fixated on they're fully human and they should be treated and seen as fully human. They have thoughts, they have dreams, they have feelings, they have goals. You have porn performers who need help with home ownership. You have porn performers who need help with affordable housing too. Make sure porn performers have eat and drink, um, healthy food, and, uh, healthy drink, healthy fluids, um, healthy meals. And all of their human rights should stay intact. No ands, ifs, or buts about that. Anybody's trying to have an ands, ifs, or buts about that. I have two words for you, too. Fuck you. Alright. Miss Leah says, viewers are talking to these women like they're not real people. Like they're just characters they get to jack off to. And I really want to change that perspective. The, the performer community does not have adequate access to mental health services. While Mercedes did have professional support that cared about her, it was unnecessarily hard for her to find someone who would treat her, Morris said in his post. British performer Miss Leah, Miss Leah, I'm sorry, I don't like mispronouncing people's names. British performer Miss Leah, who's also the creator of the performer hotline Pineapple Support, originally founded the hotline service after learning about the five performer suicides at this year's award shows. Miss Leah has already recruited therapists in Australia, the UK, Spain, and the US to work with performers through Pineapple Support. Viewers, and I must repeat what she said again. Viewers are talking to these women like they're not real people, Leia told Vice. Like they're just characters they get to jack off to, and I really want to change that perspective. Moving forward, the industry is witnessing an increase of sex worker friendly mental health projects and support groups. While STI testing in the porn industry is not regulated by the Performer Availability Screening Services, PASS, PASS, Nikki Hartz also told Relics don't have performance, both contract and freelance, still lack health insurance or benefits from their employers. I think that porn performers should have all-around insurance and all-around benefits from their employers. And I think that when it comes to the independent contractors in the porn industry, all-around insurance, all-around benefits as well. And I must say that, you know, porn performers are wonderful human beings. They have a right to be physically protected, and people should be banding together, regardless of views on sex work and sex industry, to protect physically and innerly the porn performers at all necessary costs and all the healthy fashions to do so. In an article she wrote for Mary Jane, Hart said that there was an instantly accessible sex-friendly mental health care center to provide performance with therapists. Her friends and fellow porn actors wouldn't have to suffer from depression and addiction alone. She has also opened up her home for those seeking support within the industry. I'm one of the few people who went to therapy and is willing to share that advice at heart. Organizations like the Cupcake Girls and the APAC, however, are expanding their, pro their programs to provide performance with referrals to external sex-friendly care providers such as therapists, doctors, and financial aid counselors. 
We're not okay with people passing away like this. All the five women who passed away, we could have helped them. We absolutely could have provided therapy and mental health support, said Joy Hoover, founder and president of the Sex Worker Advocacy Group, the Cupgate Girls. Hoover's organization currently operates out of Las Vegas and Oregon and specializes in connecting all genres of sex workers to community support centers. The group is now in the midst of opening the Community Driven Holistic Resource Center, a secluded space that will provide mental and physical support centers for performers and group partners in Las Vegas. Adult Action Chair of APAC Tasha Rain also hopes to increase the number of performer and newcomer support groups. She's also in support of raising the entry level into porn from 18 to 21 to regulate more industry-wide programs related to overall health and sexual consent. While some performance-based developments are in the works, Rain thinks the necessary resources aren't being supplied to performers and sex workers. Rain remarks that globally known organizations such as the Free Speech Coalition, the U.S. Trade Association, and the adult entertainment industry and MindGeek, who owns many globally recognized porn sites like ePorn and Pornhub, should provide performance with more resources in regards to mental health and sexual harassment. There are things that are happening, but I just feel like there needs to be more ring to advice. I feel like they really owe it to step it up to the plate. FSC is currently working to identify the types of distress performance are experiencing, whether it be emotional, psychological, or economically, and connecting connect them to sex worker friendly support centers. Death SC was originally created as an industry defense organization over 25 years ago and now oversees the PASS PAS, the capital letters program. Real quick, anybody sending threats, whether it's online or person, should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Any pimp that is a gorilla pimp. A drug pimp, any pimp that is exploitative, that is into coercion, violence, and dehumanization, demonization. They all should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law because some people are in the industry because you had these pimps who would lure young ladies into the industry. Most performers don't have that story, but some performers do. So these gorilla pimps, these drug pimps, these Um, economically fraudulent pimps, they need to be taken off the streets and the young ladies need to be loved and cared for. But you also have pimps who, it's not just females dealing with that, males have that story, the exact same story too, and it's not talked about. And anybody on the full human spectrum, most of them weren't lured by these types of pimps. But some were, so that has to be considered as part of the mental health initiatives as well. It could be a battlefield of people who are on a daily basis telling you that your work is at stable. This isn't just an industry problem, it's a societal problem. 
And we need to learn that our words have actions, that sex words repeat, and that these things aren't without consequences. Uh, let me just... Um, I'll just keep going. I'm just not going to stop talking about these things. Why are people silent about the abuses and exploitation and porn? This is TheGuardian.com. Mia Khalifa, once a popular adult actor, has revealed not only the pittance she paid, the pittance she was paid, but also the rampant exploitation in, in the industry that often seems immune to criticism. Mia Khalifa had a hockey game in Dallas in 2017. Khalifa has been frank about how little she made during her three months stint in porn. Mia Khalifa, once the most popular porn star on the planet, has has just done the least sexy thing a woman can do, speak out against the adult entertainment industry. The one that made her rich and famous, well, famous at least, Khalifa has been frank about how little she made during her three months stint in porn, about $12,000, which is made even more paltry given it has since blocked her getting work in other professions. She added that she has never seen a penny from a site still hosting videos of her under her name, that she does not own the dome, that she does not own the domain name, has been trying to get it altered for years to no avail. Porn corporations prey on callow young women and trap them legally into contracts when they're vulnerable, she said, is a boner killing truth ignored by the many consumers who visit the site in their droves. In the porn industry, there's a belief that anything can and more importantly should go. Discourse on how to regulate it is deemed diametrically opposed to its need to be quote-unquote dirty. A fear of preparing puritanical prohibits any genuine meaningful critiques of it from the left, leaving it to pearl-clutching conservatives. A need to appear liberal and open-minded has left many modern feminists uncharacteristically quiet on the industry's ethics, and because of this, it is held to a completely different standard to any other part of the entertainment industry. Sexual abuse at the hands of music musician, I'm sorry, sexual abuse at the hands of music managers is a scandal in porn. It is seen as a hazard of the job. We chastise the film industry for racially stereotyping characters, but barely blink at the wildly racist caricatures in porn and cuckolding porn in which black men are portrayed as permanent, part animal, quote unquote, mandingos and overtly racist parodies that make light of ongoing atrocities such as Black Wives Matter or Border Patrol sex as though sexual desire mitigates any type of responsibility. Khalifa says she blacked out during every single sex scene she shot. Nobody noticed this, presumably because preying on young vulnerable women is normalizing for many part of its allure. There's an industry where a parody such as Game of Bones in which actual demeaning sex is taking place elicits less outrage in an episode of Game of Thrones in which they pretend to do the same thing. Game of Thrones has often been criticized for its graphic, gratu gratuitous sex scenes, which were at times violent. When Khalifa, a Lebanese Catholic, donned a hijab in her most popular video, the outrage was largely from religious extremists with, with ISIS threatening her life. The chorus of woke Twitter film critics who regularly harangue, harangue um, Scarlett Johansson for a cultural, I, I don't want to butcher a word, why be ignorant if I don't have to be, so I'm going to do what I usually do, and here we go, harangue, harangue,
The course of woke Twitter film critics who regularly harangue Scarlett Johansson for cultural insensitivity regarding the role she's taken on are nowhere to be found. As with all types of media, porn is not made in a vacuum that has largely escaped the ramification of hashtag MeToo in the encroaching conversation about violence against women. It still emerges unscathed when mainstream entertainment is continually held to higher standards. As Khalifa has shown, the viewers' right to orgasm outweighs the right to safety for many of its performers. This is written by... Yomi Adegok. Yomi Adegok. Thursday, August 15, 2019. Guardian.com. All right. Gotta keep going. Okay. 15 major differences. 15 major differences between porn sex and real sex. Porn's had a weird effect on me throughout the years. This is the writer. Her name is Asiana Tetfinhart. This was April 28, 2017 when it came out. Porn's had a weird effect on me throughout the years, really. Mostly affected the way I thought sex was supposed to be. It took me a very long time to realize that what that what goes on in the bedroom doesn't always look like it was produced by Vivid. Cringy as it, cringy as it is to admit in high school, I thought that the be-all and end-all of sexiness was looking like adult film stars and acting like them. The funny thing about this is that experience makes you realize how unrealistic porn really is. After having been around the block a bunch of times, I realize it's not all about having makeup shellacked on my face or putting up with stuff I don't like. When I look online, I see a lot of people who really, really, who, um, when I look online, I see a lot of people who really, truly believe that porn is a realistic depiction of what kind of sex people are really having. Well, at least I can honestly say I'm not alone in having mistaken porn for reality. That being said, I want to clear things up so that people who haven't realized what the real truth about sex don't make Okay, that being said, I want to clear things up so that people who haven't realized what's the real truth about sex don't make asses out of themselves. Here are some of the biggest differences of porn sex versus real sex, at least for what I've noticed. One, real guys don't usually have very large penises. No, not every guy has a nine-incher. It's true, some guys are really small down there, too. Two, most girls also don't want to have a guy who's too well-endowed. I find that I'm an outlier when it comes to my purposes in guys. I'm a major size queen, but most of my female friends say that the sizes I prefer would be extremely painful for them. Three, but really, when most women also don't want to have a guy who's too well endowed. I hope I said women. Okay, I just did. Okay. Three, but really, women don't care too much about penis size. It's really not the deal breaker that guys think it is, and to a point, I begin to think that the penis size obsession may be linked with what they see in porn. Or most women don't look like porn stars either. Even adult film stars don't tend to look the way you expect them to look in real life. The fact is that both male and female bodies are flawed in real life, and that's actually kind of cool if you think about it. Nobody's perfect, you know? That's part of the most awesome aspect of sex, overlooking the fact that you're not perfect and appreciating the beauty you have otherwise. Five, sex is a lot more emotional than in porn films. There's real passion involved. And it's not all about just moaning and groaning. There are emotions at play. Sex is lasting implications in real life, even if it's a casual fling. Six, 
There's also more communication in porn shoots too. Most women will guide men you know, on what they want in bed and outside of bed because I always say this, sexual settings happen outside the bed. People have sex outside the bed, they do. Most men will ask what they should do or what position they should try next. In porn, it's often choreographed. Seven positions are often different. When you shoot porn, you have to think about the angles of the camera. In real life, women aren't contorting themselves on a guy, nor are men doing all of those crazy acrobatic tricks. This is a relief because, frankly, that kind of physical effort would, wouldn't be possible for many of us. Eight, also, most women don't orgasm from vaginal penetration alone. In porn, women do this thing called faking an orgasm. And sadly, a lot of guys didn't catch on. For a typical woman to orgasm, you'll need to stimulate their clitoris, nipples, and other goods. Unfortunately, porn films don't show guys doing this, so many men don't think it's necessary. Nine, the vast majority of women also don't squirt. Only around 6% of women squirt on a regular basis, and in order for that to happen, they typically have to have their G-spot massage. If you don't have a squirting partner, don't feel bad. It's nowhere near as common as porn makes you think. Ten, real-life sex can be gross. Sex is sweaty, smelly, and pretty damn gross at times. There will be farting, queefing, and other weird things going on from time to time. Porn edits this out. Eleven. Though this isn't though this isn't always the case, real sex can be awkward. Maybe the sex you had wasn't something you typically agree to. Maybe you farted. Maybe it was sex that was really super awful and involved a partner in tears of shame from what she calls a bad performance. Whatever it is, sex can be awkward in real life, and how you mitigate the awkwardness can make or break your connection with your partner. Twelve, VIP room parties almost never have giant orgies going on in them either. I've been to millions of nightclubs. Only a handful ever had people having sex in the middle of a club's dance floor. How this is such a common porn trope, I'll never know. Thirteen, sex typically isn't spontaneous either. Ever notice how everything in an adult film seems to go from zero to 100 in under a minute? Yeah, in real life, most women don't have sex on the first date, so the chances of them just randomly sleeping with the pizza man or plumber probably aren't very high. Fourteen. In real life, women also don't react well to misogynistic pickup lines. I'll never understand why so many men think that using the pickup lines they hear in porn will work in real life. In reality, women really don't like hearing guys act like misogynistic assholes. She says, jerks, I say assholes. Acting like a misogynist with a woman will usually only result in a breakup and a bad reputation with the lady folk. Lastly, 15. Lastly, real sex has breaks in between. Most of my partners last a maximum of five minutes in bed before they'd have an orgasm. This is okay since I usually would get tired too. So what we do is we grab a drink of water, eat some food, and then we go at it again. If you ask me, that's a lot more pleasant than the constant hours of pounding away that porn. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading and laughing. I can't even finish my sentence. If you ask me, that's a lot more pleasant than the constant hours of pounding away that porn star show. Revelous Melissa Stanger. Has that Melissa Stanger her Twitter. Okay. So she April 21st, 2016, this is Revelous.com. Let's put out 4.58 p.m. that day. Okay. 
An average day in the life of a porn star is never really average. That said, each day is still a pretty full day. Some shoot days can even be up to 10 hours long. Award-winning former adult video star Siri wrote on Cora. In her post, she detailed the hour-by-hour breakdown of what a best-case scenario day looks like in the life of a female porn star shooting a heterosexual porn scene. 9 a.m., wake up, get my suitcase together. Female talent always arrives several hours before male talent, Siri writes, but we finish the scene at the same time. IMO is only fair that female talent is paid more than male talent if you look at it on a per hour basis. 10 a.m. Drive 30 minutes, one hour to set, arrive for my 11 a.m. call time. Physically, we depend on our body staying healthy to even be able to work. If I just get a cold, I might be sent home from a shoot because my nose is running and I'm sniffling a lot, for example. If I shoot a bondage scene one week that results in bruises on my thighs, then my B slash G boy slash girl scene, they'll say BG. The following week will likely be canceled because I, I cannot appear on camera with bruises on my skin. The studio would send me home and call in another woman to substitute to substitute in my place. 11 a.m. Do my pick, do my paperwork, get in hair slash makeup for one and a half hours. Hair and makeup aside, it's also important to have a large and loyal fan base clamoring to see new scenes. Siri notes, doesn't matter how hot a woman is. If there aren't devoted fans writing to studios and posting on message boards saying how badly they can't wait to see her next scene, the woman won't be getting hired and she will disappear. 12 p.m. Shoot a set of solo stills, which usually takes about an hour. Most of my work takes place on the internet on social networks like Twitter, via blogging, and posting on message boards, and via email communications with my fans. I get 100 plus emails every day. And I read and respond to every single one, even though it might take me a week or two in some cases. In order to retain my loyal fan base and create new fans, I have to keep myself out there in front of them. This is sex educator Dr. Emily Morse left interviews series in 2014. 1 to 2 p.m. The male talent arrives between 1 to 2 and does his paperwork while crew resets lights. A lot of male performers can will book two Boy girl scenes in a day, Siri writes, because there's a smaller pool of male talent. Guys who are, are in demand can usually shoot 10 to 14 boy girl scenes a month, while it's almost unheard of from female talent to shoot more than four boy girl scenes in a month. Now, I'm not disparaging women in this case for calling them girls. I'm not, I'm not disparaging women in this case for calling women. That's what it's called in porn, but we know that this is all adults. Men adult males, women, adult females. Um, I cannot film more than one boy slash girl scene in a week because the sex is so intense. Usually with a much larger than average size penis, my vagina needs a few days to recuperate. 2 p.m. shoot intro video for scene may take up to two hours depending on complexity of scenario and setups. Two girls can get $600 to $100 to $1,000 starting out for a boy slash girl scene. A desirable popular male performer will be paid $500 to $1,000 for a boy girl scene, depending on the studio and what their budget is. 4 to 5 p.m. shoot boy slash girl sex stills and boy slash girl video including cum shot. There is less competition among male performers than females. Their job is hard. They have to get hard on command, stay hard as long as the director needs them to in order to finish the scene, not come early and come on command. All in an incredibly hot room, often with no AC and bright lights all around. 
north with multiple other clothed dudes, crew members watching. 6 p.m. is if there's a softcore version to be shot, then we'd shoot the softcore photos and videos. Now, that would take another one and a half hour series, right? So if there's no softcore stuff, then we're done for the day. Talent collects their checks if it is same day pay. Otherwise, the check is mailed after two weeks. Okay, so I'm just gonna see how much more time I have. So, what does consent on a porn set look like? The rape activation against porn performer James Dean had raised the important question how sexual consent defined on a porn set. Is a signing contract between performers and producers enough to keep people safe by Tess Barker? The matter of consent in porn has been an increasingly visible issue since a group of adult female performers brought allegations of rape and abuse against porn performer James Dean, whose accusations shed light on the exceptional challenges facing sex workers who attempt to report being raped. One performer, Amber Rain, claims Dean physically assaulted her with a closed fist punch to the face while they were in a sex act with cameras rolling. The Dean accusations have raised important questions. How is sexual consent defined on the porn set? Is a signed contract between performers and producers enough to keep people safe? We generally handed about 20 sheets of paper, a big contract that says, here's pavement info. Here's what you're doing. Do you consent to this many times for a performer, Mercedes Carrera, Told an audience gathered for a recent panel discussion called Consent in Porn Democracy Myths and Managing Realities held in Los Angeles. People tried to interlay their personal understanding of what they think consent is with this very cut and dry legal understanding of consent. Some performers don't feel comfortable raising objections because they think they won't get hired again. Before production starts, performers send in a yes and no list to producers. The list outlines which partners they would ideally like to work with and which ones they absolutely will not. The no list also states what sex acts are off limits. Honoring no list is one way in which producers and agents work to ensure consent. However, there are gray areas between yes and no, particularly when one performer is working with another performer for the very first time when a performer changes their mind about what they feel comfortable with between takes. Once, a, once on set, the director needs to ensure the performer's discomfort. Porn director and producer D. Sever told the crowd, you need to keep checking in with your performance. For the most part, it's pretty easy because our performance will call hold and say that was too hard. Sever went on every performer knows that if they're having a problem with anything they can stop seeing. While Severe is diligent in assuring her performance with comfort, that's not necessarily the norm across the country. I hike, I go to the beach, I do things in my off time where I'm not constantly sucking dick. Some performers don't feel comfortable doing that because they think the director's going to be mad at them and they won't get hired again or they're going to get fired. So a lot of times, people kind of just grit their teeth and they get through it. That's a completely wrong atmosphere, Sever added. I've heard some production companies do that thing where they'll hire somebody for one thing and then get on the set and it's more intense or it involves something you didn't think it was going to involve, said Severe. To avoid that last minute indecision, agent Mark Schechter 
explained that the industry tries to create certain checks and balances. We send them a very detailed email description of what they're doing. We also give them links to the website and have them confirm they're comfortable with it. The ultimate decision clearly allows them to perform, as Schechter says, but there's a shared responsibility from the producer to, to properly describe the production details for the agent to properly inform the performer and for the performer to give the ultimate consent. But if a performer does ultimately walk away from a job before it starts because they felt uneasy, their money is lost. So there's financial pressure to go along, get along. According to Conor Habit, Vice President of Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, APAC, adult performers have very little control over the ways they can barely monetize their work. A huge problem in the industry and in ways in which porn performers are exploited, and when I say this, it tends to piss producers off, that we get a one-time fee and we don't receive royalties. It ties into a greater economic aspect that I think is exploitative, Habit said. As a performer, I've heard, oh, you lose roles that way, Carrera says. Yes, you do, but my comfort is more important to me than taking every single role. I personally do not do sub roles. I won't be tied up because eventually they'll have to untie me and there will be a problem. So we have the responsibility as performers to do roles that we're comfortable with. Habit frames the murkiness of informed consent as part of a larger culture dynamic. I just want to add this responsibility on the public at large, not just performers, because nobody who's a performer knows everything about the porn, about the porn industry when they first start making porn. One of the reasons why is because we have such a porn negative and sex negative culture. The sort of line between what people know about porn before they're in it and what's on the other side of that line once they get in it, there's a pretty huge gap there and there shouldn't be that gap. So people should have access to more knowledge and more education, but unfortunately, our culture is prohibitive of that kind of culture. There's a clear disconnect between the amount of porn Americans consume and the amount of respect we give to the real people who play out our fantasies. Throughout the discussion, many of the panelists emphasize their humanity. I hike. I go to the beach. I do things in my off time where I'm not constantly sucking dick, performer Nina L. joked. As the discussion came to a close, the panelists discussed the, ch the chasm, chasm between their world of tight night sex workers and quote-unquote civilians, even though, as Habit points out, civilians make up the largest part of the porn industry consumers. While the two worlds are ruled by different norms and, and different ways of expressing consent, the consensus is that we all have the same basic rights to have our wishes honored, especially when it's on camera. Sure, I can do this. Here's the difference between sex and porn in real life by Susanna Wise, April 13, 2015. It probably comes as no surprise to you that the sex we see in porn is not an exact representation of real life. Aside from looking different, porn sex must feel a lot different from real sex, at least according to a number of porn stars. In Wood Rocket's newest Ask a Porn Star episode, Real Sex vs. Porn Sex, porn stars talk about how what they will do professionally is different from what they do in their own bedrooms. One porn star known as Franziska describes real life sex more flowing because you don't have to stop to worry about how things look on camera. Really, I do agree that you stop a lot during porn sex. Another difference, sometimes you have to have sex with people you don't like and you still have to get it up and be stoked, point out Arabelle Raphael. Pause, pause. Don't fuck motherfuckers you dislike. Don't fuck assholes. Don't fuck toxic people. Don't fuck evil people. Don't fuck pure evil. Don't fuck difficult people. Don't 
fuck negative people. Don't fuck hard to get along with people. Don't fuck dumbasses. Don't fuck lazy people. Don't fuck people who lack moral excellence. Don't fuck untrustworthy people. Don't fuck people who don't give a fuck about you. Don't fuck people who have hidden agendas relating to you from them. Don't fuck liars. Don't fuck backstabbers. Don't fuck fickle people. The ones who act like they're cool with you when things are going well, but when things are bad, they shit on you. Don't fuck them. Don't fuck hard-hearted people. I don't care how appealing they look. Don't give your goodies to them. Don't share your body with them. Don't let your body be don't let their body be exposed to you. Don't experience erection maintenance of any kind with no piss bag. Yes, I'm calling those atrocious people who like to take advantage of people piss bags. That's what they are. Fuck people you like. Fuck people you get along with. Fuck people that are easy to get along with. Sasha Hart also said it's totally different to have sex for work because there's rarely more than physical attraction to your partner even that. According to David Fox, though, if you're having sex off camera with someone else in the porn industry, it can feel the same. Amarna Miller said it's not too difficult either because she tries to make her porn scenes as realistic as possible. Both get distracting to consider how you look on camera. But Charlotte Gross knows the difference that's hopefully evident for porn viewers. Everything you do is for the people back home that are watching it. Something that looks good to some, somebody that's sitting watching me doesn't necessarily always feel the best for me. In other words, porn stars are typically trying to present sex accurately. They're trying to present what people want to see. You probably already knew that, but it helps to hear it from the horse's mouth. I wish he didn't say the horse's mouth because horse is another way of demeaning women. I hope she said it. I hope you hear it from my mouth. Okay. Okay, this is short too. I'm I'm going for it. This is what it's really like to work in um, porn. Aroa Snow, February 5th, 2016. Everyone knows porn stars love to fornicate, and it is this unquenchable desire for sex that coaxes hordes of young women into the world of adult entertainment. At least that's a fantasy. That's what fans, consumers, and some industry insiders want to believe. It's a facade. All performers promote, or at the very least, acquiesce to these myths to market themselves as a profitable product to production companies. After my decade-long career in the adult film industry, I can say that as with any job, working porn has its good days and bad. It's something you can dread or love. Any given work day, 
can be physically demanding, mentally draining, awkward, or embarrassing. Recent allegations against porn star James Dean have brought to the fore questions about the adult film industry's day-to-day business practices. Dean, who claims the allegations are false, was probably accused of but never charged with various forms of assault from female co-stars who claimed they were subjected to violent onset behavior. To some, it's not Dean's elite. To some, it's not Dean's alleged behavior that's surprising. On the contrary, many are befuddled that the human equivalent of a flashlight could possibly not want to engage in violent, extreme, and painful sex acts on camera. Between reality and fantasy, whether a porn career spans 15 years, 15 minutes, performance plays a lifetime of potential negative consequences. Most conceal their real identities with stage names and they create alter egos to match those names. When I showed up on set as Aurora Snow, my demeanor changed. The role I cracked with a bubbly airhead with confidence and sexual prowess. That's just me. Well, Amber was the opposite. Think of me as method acting, but you're playing the same character film after film. Well, just like mainstream actors, except for the sex, said Danny Daniels, adult actress and creator of ILoveDannyDaniels.com. If Brad Pitt played a serial rapist, would you believe he was one in real life? Well, I'm not a blackmailing doctor or a horny 18-year-old schoolgirl or sex addict. I just play one on TV. As an actress and director, Daniels recognizes the importance of drawing lines between reality and fantasy, especially when on set with other performers. The director will call cut now baby white my cheek off will go back to talking about his wife what paint colors they picked out for the new house shower hugs at the home of my family he goes to his that's normal an actor prepares an adult film set is uniquely employed workplace your employees are required to be nude it calls for full physical contact among co-workers that at times may call for choking slapping hitting maybe hair pulling intrusive body bodily acts it can be messy degrading or empowering work which makes a particular work environment especially difficult to navigate Performances aside, workers have to contend with other expectations. Actors and actresses are expected to provide their own wardrobe. Women arrive on set with a suitcase full of lingerie, outfits, and whatever else the director requests. They're using the same outfit for several scenes is frowned upon, though we've all done it. Bringing new wardrobe to set is strongly encouraged and almost always on the performance dime. Just like any other job, punctuality and preparation has served for long-term success. Showing up for work two or three hours late won't get a performer fired, but word spreads quickly, and this occupation doesn't have to find shifts. A day's work can be anywhere from three to 22 hours long, depending on the scene. Forget about anything resembling cancellation fees. If a scene is called off, not only does no one get paid, the companies lose money on location, rental, and kill fees. Male performers have their own unique set of challenges. Every man is on penis pill supplements or injects, as Jamal Productions owner Dan Leal also directs and performs in scenes you have to be any guy who says he isn't is lying in the real world you don't have sex for this long that's the reality quite often male performers will perform several roles on the set in addition to creating their own companies or pursuing directing deals wearing several hats reduces the amount of people you need to pay it also allows for greater control similar to professional athletes male performers must develop a routine uh, performing then focus on timing where the camera is and what angle might be best for the camera and necessarily what feels good. We're shooting live and looking up at the monitor every couple of minutes to see what we need next, says Leo. Imagine you're in bed and looking at flashcards. Health and safety, you're on your own. When it comes to SED testing, many in the adult industry abide by an honor system and get screened once every two weeks. As recommended, the performers who refuse to shoulder the expense for such frequent testing aren't necessarily put out of work. Some directors and companies are willing to look the other way when it comes to slightly expired SED tests, leaving it to performers to fend for themselves. Unfortunately, not all performers bother to swap test results before shooting a scene, especially when they have previously worked together. 
I've had more than a few directors and co-stars try to persuade me to disregard expired tests. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, you know me, we've worked together a dozen times. I'm good for it. I once refused to work with a major studio's contract performer because his SCD test had expired. The studio never hired me again. In a mostly self-relegated world of adult films, there are a few clear roles of conduct and even fewer consequences for bad behavior. Former treatment has a lot to do with the employer. Ideally, as in other job fields, one can find employers committed to creating professional and caring work environment. Hollywood uses stuntmen for a reason. You don't typically see someone damaging movie star, but with anyone who performs in the porn industry as a stuntman or stuntwoman of some sort, says Glenn King on her meanbitches.com. That's what they call it. At the same time, while you're trying to create realism, you still have to put safety into your stunt. It's difficult line to find. When King is directing a scene, he might need to be hands-on with the women he hires, whether that's helping them apply oil or repositioning their bodies. You have to maintain a certain level, certain level of professionalism, says King. Both said adult sets should always feel like a safe work environment. Caring about how people are treated on set, whether it's bottled water, food, hand sanitizer, or baby wipes, goes a long way. Respecting performers, even if they don't yet respect themselves, helps too. The adult film industry is a transient business that appeals to young women, some of who are on their own for the first time. Actress Sama Briel says she has evolved during her time in the business, going from timid to frank. Oftentimes, a young woman hasn't grown into her own womanhood. Oftentimes, a young girl hasn't grown into her own womanhood sexually or independence. Oftentimes, a young girl hasn't grown to her own womanhood, sexuality, or independence. So she's having to deal with all of this at once. Braille says that one of the biggest misconceptions says that one of the biggest misconceptions about adult performers is that they are highly promiscuous. They're very open to sexual ideas, but want to go home to something that has some sort of connection. She says we are tested so often it would be disastrous and irresponsible to be promiscuous in real life. The daily grind of a porn star is less exciting than the hype. It's a fragmented business with a revolving door of disposable performers. There are no seminars or universities churning out pornographers. There aren't many resources for newbie performers. Making money consistently while creating adult entertainment that pushes boundaries enough to interest paying consumers is an exercise of trial and error. Enter at your own risk. Well, this is Mental Health Part 1. I'll finish Part 2 in the morning. Thank you all for listening.